This is Big Red Birdies with Nebraska golfers Lindsey Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Megan Whitaker and Lindsay Teal here with Big Red Birdies on 93.7 The Ticket. Um, we've got lots to talk about today. We just came back from a tournament in Kansas, and we've got some advice later on about how to play in wind, how we do practice rounds. So should be a fun show. Yeah, yeah, we're excited to be here for it. Um, as always, our text line is up if you guys have any questions uh, that come up along the way, just about anything we're talking about. Um, and that text line is 402 402- four six four five six eight five so let us know any questions that you guys have but yeah as megan said we just wrapped up our fourth tournament of the mm-hmm. fall so it's crazy that we're kind of on the back end of it um we've got one more after this but it was some different conditions that than we've seen for the rest of the fall we've been pretty lucky um for the whole fall we really haven't had any crazy weather until this tournament in kansas we had the temperatures dropped. Uh-huh. It did. <laughs> they really did. Uh, our practice round was pretty nice weather. It wasn't too bad. Pretty windy, but um, still manageable with a jacket. But yeah, when we got to our rounds on Monday, Tuesday, it actually ended up getting cut short. Originally, it was going to be 40, 54 holes, uh, 36 Monday and 18 Tuesday, but it ended up getting cut to just 45. It, j- it just gets tough later in the fall um on those 36 hole days to get them all in because it's generally pretty cold in the mornings so then you're sometimes dealing with frost and if there's a delay or not um and then it's just getting darker sooner mm-hmm. so this tournament was pretty it was a pretty big field there was 15 teams um and the course wasn't super big like it was just a very compact smaller country club course and so it was very saturated there was just people everywhere so um yeah, we didn't get all the holes in on the 36 hole day. I think we were between I had 32 and I think our player who had the most she still had 20 the, How many holes? She only played she only 28 played 28 holes. or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. we were between 4 and 8 holes to finish on Tuesday morning. Um and then just because of the weather and and people having to catch flights and things, uh they cut that last round at 9 holes. So a lot of adversity, a lot of uh, just kind of dealing with random things thrown at us. But, yeah, we, we learned a lot, I think, from that tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played that the first day. I think it was uh, – I think the high had to be only about 50 degrees, and the wind was blowing probably 15 to 20 all day yeah. just from the second you teed off. I mean, that whole one was just straight right to left into – I mean, yeah. enough where we were aiming down the right side of the fairway, and the ball was blowing all the way – to the left side. Yeah. I think we had two girls in our group go, and even me the second round, I, into the left left rough, and we still started it down the right side mm-hmm. of the fairway. So the winds were strong all throughout the day, all 12 hours we were out there. Yeah, yeah. It was funny, uh, before we started the tournament, even the couple days of practice we had in Lincoln before going to the tournament, um, we knew that it was going to be cold, so we were kind of getting our practice in with our layers and I at least for me I was testing out my warm gloves and like okay I haven't worn these in like about a year yeah (laughs) maybe not a year I guess since last spring but just kind of getting the feel of that again because it's just a totally different ball game when you're playing golf in the cold weather versus in the warm so we had a little bit of practice with it I think the the two days before 
we went to Kansas mm-hmm. uh, were some colder days here in Lincoln. So we had a little bit of colder mornings to, to practice and get ready for it a little bit. But yeah, that was kind of the first of the colder weather we've seen yeah, this year. So. Yeah. And it was, I actually didn't think the 36 day was that bad just because we were walking so much. And mm-hmm. once we started going, I was only in, I think, two or three layers. Yeah. But that yesterday morning when we got out there, I think the feels like was in the 20s because yeah. it was only like 35, 36 degrees outside with the wind. So yeah, that was just, that that was, I mean, everyone was out there, but it definitely took a good mindset to play well because it was just really cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And starting out, I, I was just kind of thinking about that round yesterday and finishing. I think anytime you go from your 36 whole day when you don't finish and then have to come out the next morning and finish that it adds a little bit of just extra focus that you need anyway um just because you're I mean whether you're playing well in that 36 whole round or not you you want to finish it out well Mm -hmm. you know and get your score in um but I think it being so cold yesterday and us just having to make that extra effort to like get warm and stay warm um I think it actually kind of helped my mindset a little bit because I just felt ultra focused on every shot to make sure that I mean it's not as easy to swing fully in the cold weather and it's not as easy to turn with your driver as as you might when it's warm um so that's kind of I I felt like that in my final four holes yesterday morning of just like I felt laser focused Mm -hmm. on all of those and you finished really well and I think it helped too. yeah just I my mind was not like straying at all it was just like (laughs) so locked in on okay I am it's cold out here I have all these layers on. I need to make sure I'm still getting my turn in. Um, so I don't know. In a weird way, I think that kind of helped me a little bit. Yeah. What about you? What was your mindset going into yesterday? Yeah, I think uh, yesterday morning specifically, it was just, you know, try to finish out that first round mm-hmm. strong. Um, and I didn't get off to the best start the first two holes, but then I made a good putt on the next one. I think I still I still had six more to go and then made a nice yeah. birdie on 16, which was really good, and then had a really good par save on 18 so I felt like I did pretty well but I mean it was like you said I mean it was cold and hard to turn I know we were talking about shuttling back out to the hole because we walked mm, we yeah. were on 13 I was like I, I think I would actually prefer to walk there <laughs> instead of taking a cart because it is you know we got all nice and warm after the warm-up and yep. it's like you want to stay warm and don't you know not sit in a cart and yep. cool down and get all cold again so yeah. Yeah. yeah I felt like we did a pretty good job of like staying warm though we went to walmart we got all our hand warmers Mm -hmm. we had our fuzzy socks i mean we pulled out pretty much all the layers that we possibly could trying to swing so we did the best we could trying to stay warm but yeah like we said i mean we learned a lot we didn't finish as well as we would have liked um but i think sometimes you can take more from that than if we would have done well so we're, we're bringing a lot back home um that we know we need to work on before our our final event for the fall um so yeah, we'll we'll learn a lot from it and continue from there. But yeah, we have now about a week and a half before we go. We go to Miami to end the season, so that should be that should be another fun event. Um, hopefully, a lot warmer <laughs> than this than this tournament was, just because it should be in Florida. But yeah, yeah, we have lots lots to work on before then, but it should be good. Yeah, yeah, we can talk a little bit about. Um, just kind of practice rounds mm-hmm. and how we how we manage that as we're preparing for the tournament and how each one looks a little bit different. Um, we can kind of move into that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think typically our goal for practice rounds um, is to really prepare because I know our, our head coach always kind of phrases them as prep rounds. Um, mm-hmm. It's I think for me, the biggest thing is trying to get into a tournament mindset. Um, so we'll do different games while we play practice rounds, trying to, you know, get mentally prepared, ready to go, um, you know, figuring out kind of how to take everything we've done in practice to the course and then, you know, get ready for competition when the first tee comes the next day, as well as also like seeing the course, getting the greens, all of that. Yep. Yep. I think that's, that's kind of the biggest part is just adjusting to all of the elements that we're going to see that week, whether that's the grass, uh, the layout of the course, because those are always different, what the weather is going to be like, what the wind's going to be like, um, any of that stuff. So, yeah, the first few holes, I feel like, of a practice round or a prep round, as we call it, are always just kind of settling in, getting mm-hmm. your bearings, uh, getting everything figured out. We always talk about how there's not a lot of swing thoughts going on once we get into the practice round. Like, I guess that's why our coach really emphasizes the prep round part of it, mm-hmm. because she says it's not like we're not here to practice. We've done our practice already. Um, we Yeah, we've worked on everything that we need to up until this point, and then the prep round day is just for learning mm-hmm. basically and just learning the course and how it's going to react and how we're going to react to it. Um, so yeah, it's a good, we try and set up a good balance. I would say we can talk about that too, of just uh, between looking at all the different things and working on that, but also making it fun and creating mm-hmm. like a competitive game. So we still stay focused in it that way. Yeah. We typically divide up uh, at least so far this year, we've had six girls go to every tournament. So we'll have three and three, um, competing against each other in some game and mm-hmm. so it's always a competition between teams we are normally or we have yet to be on the same team we're yeah. always competing but I think that makes it fun because it makes it competitive and I think it makes you focus on score still while learning the course mm-hmm. um, just because I think it's easy in a practice round to just focus on the course and kind of forget about your own golf game and you're just so caught up in figuring out what type of shots you need and what yeah. the grass is like, and you kind of forget about your own golf game. So mm-hmm. I think the games that we do definitely help that. Yeah. An example of that that I feel like I've really noticed an emphasis on this year. Um, in the past, you know, a very general thing that everybody does on the during the practice round is you're all on the green, just rolling different putts, and you're putting to different parts of the green and seeing, okay, where's the downhill? Where's the slope here? How's this going to break here um and so that's very common just to see people rolling balls just putting a bunch of them having two or three in their pocket or whatever uh and I've always done that but when you get in that mindset it's really easy to forget about looking for speed Mm -hmm. and actually picking out like a specific hole that or a tee or something that you want to putt to um and matching speed and break and stuff like that so I think our coach has done a really good job of getting us in that mindset this year of like she has she has us pretty much just keep one ball that we play all the way through. Um, and it just kind of draws our attention back to like just being super focused on that one ball that we're playing. And if we're putting one putt and we still want to see how it breaks on like a 50 foot putt up the hill, we can do that, but we need to take the necessary steps before that Mm -hmm. to plan out how we think it's going to go. So I think that's really helped me instead of just having four balls that I kind of just whacked to different parts of the green and, Oh, that broke that, that broke how I thought it did, you know, so I feel like we've been a lot more focused in that area. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to, we, we've done the same for short game too, for yeah. different chip shots. I, I have noticed that a lot this year. We do, 
um, kind of like every three holes, we try to hit a chip shot, we try to hit a pitch shot, and we try to hit a bunker shot. And so that to me has helped me kind of figure out, okay, what type of grass are we out of and really focusing on how much your chip shots are releasing because she'll, you know, she'll put holes down around the green. And I think it helps me realize, oh, wow, this bunker doesn't have as much sand because once you hit out of it, every three holes, you start to really kind of get the feel for it. Mm -hmm. Where I think in practice rounds in the past, it's just kind of been hitting all over and not paying that much attention to how the ball is really reacting on the greens when there's not a small target. So I think that, in addition to the putting yeah the focus yeah sometimes I felt like in the past I'm just kind of on autopilot and just like oh I need to make sure to hit four from the rough here and like three from the fairway and I'm not really thinking through exactly what I'm doing or how I I'm not really watching how the that's a super common thing I've noticed with myself is if I drop three balls that I'm gonna pitch up there I'll pitch one not even watch it roll out before it comes to rest and then pitch the next one and I'm more just focusing on the swing that I'm making but I could totally miss how the ball reacts once it hits the green Mm -hmm. so I do like the one ball thing I think it it helps our focus a lot yeah I think I like that and um like we said the competition piece I think that um we did we did it a couple times where the the first hole was like a one ball best ball. And then we did a two ball best ball and we did a three ball best ball. And so like the three ball best ball, it's like, okay, my score is counting on this hole yeah, for sure. So we need to really lock in and focus and that, you know, you didn't have to be locked in and focus the entire practice round because those rounds can be, you know, really mentally exhausting, but Mm -hmm. especially those, those holes, I think it really flipped the switch and got you to figure out what swing thought you want to have tomorrow and kind of figure out where you want to hit the ball and, you know, be very clear, with what you yeah. want to do because your score is counting and it's a competition against another team. So we want to kind of, you know, be yeah. ready. Yeah. One thing uh, with practice rounds that I know we've both felt before just at different times is there's a very fine line between um, doing your prep round and getting enough of the information and feeling solid about the course and it becoming overwhelming and almost like a little bit intimidating before you start the tournament. What for you is, I don't know if you can put this into words, but what for you is like that line or what makes it push over into the little bit more overwhelming part? That's a good question. I think... Is it how you're playing that day? Is it too much information, not enough information? I think for me, it's typically if there's too much information or if I'm really not playing well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I sometimes think hitting all the shots around the greens and seeing that, okay... I can get all of these up and downs is very helpful and helps yeah. me relax because then I think it takes less emphasis on the approach shot. Mm-hmm. If you know, okay, hey, even if I go a little left on this hole, I did got up and down in the practice round yesterday yeah. from that spot. Oh, okay, that bunker is not that bad. I've been there before. Yeah, Knowing that, and that's where I really like the short game stuff that we do around the greens, I think allows you to swing more freely from yeah. the fairway. Yeah, But I think sometimes having too much information off the tee and pointing out all the areas you yeah. don't want to be, yeah, yeah. I think sometimes knowing all the places you don't want to be can make it more stressful than when you're hitting the shot because mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out yeah, yeah where true. not to go. Yeah. For me, I feel like, um, so in the past, I remember like when I was younger, I would get really stressed out if during the practice round, let's say like I didn't have a good drive in I would be over in the trees. I'd be stressed out because then I'd be like, well, I don't know what club I'm going to play when I'm in the fairway on like oh, the day of. Mm-hmm. And so I would just then the next day be thinking like, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't play from this part of the fairway. 
yesterday so I don't know you know how to do that so I just remember getting really stressed out about that but I honestly think I, I guess just in getting a little bit older um and learning more about it and just kind of like a mindset shift sometimes being over in the trees on the practice round day is okay because if you're playing from the fairways all day long or you're just playing like you would have a green and regulation mm-hmm. on every hole you're sometimes not seeing the Other rough parts or of the course. Yeah. how to punch under these kind of trees or like what this rough is going to do with your ball um so i think in that way it actually kind of helps ease that for me a little bit of like okay if i made it pretty tough in the practice round sometimes <laughs> to an extent but like i hit a lot of sand shots or like we worked a lot on different shots around the green or i had some drives that didn't go how i wanted to but i saw that i could make par from there or i saw since i was keeping my score i could get out of that situation and give myself a putt for par um i think that that has helped me a little bit to not be so scared going into the round yeah that actually was me at the wisconsin practice round i Mm. just did not have my a or b game that day it just (laughs) it, it wasn't great and i was like well it was amazing because the the practice round wasn't great but i went to bed going okay well you know, I still managed to shoot yeah. a score and it was okay. Mm-hmm. And now if I'm in those spots tomorrow, I'm going to be fine. Well, sure enough, the first round, first hole, I missed the fairway in the practice round. In the tournament, I hit the fairway. I was like, oh. Like, hey. And it was like 30 yards better. further up. And I was like, oh, I have a wedge in this hole. Wow. Yesterday yeah. I had an eight iron from behind a fairway bunker, like over this hill. I couldn't even see the flag. And today I'm just 100 yards out right in front of the green, can see everything. And it was actually really nice it made the tournament round way less stressful because I had seen so much the day before that then the next day it was a lot more fairways and greens which was really Mm -hmm. relaxing Mm -hmm. and I feel like that too is another benefit of playing your one ball out yes instead of like oh I'll go hit that one from the trees but then I'll kind of drop one over here as if I would be in the fairway and then it's like you're not putting that pressure on yourself to try and still make par or you know, and you're kind of just like, oh, you know, I would have made that putt. Or <laughs> yeah. It kind of helps, I think, when we count the one ball because then it still is putting on that pressure a little bit. Like we're going to feel in a tournament round. Mm-hmm. And then it, it does kind of ease up the next day if you're hitting it better than if you find yourself in the fairway. So yeah. I found that too. Um, What about off the tee? What are we looking for off the tee? I am looking for very specific targets in the distance, I would say, on tee shots. I typically am picking things at least 300 yards out. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like I'm at the right edge of that greenside bunker, and I am trying to figure out what what lines we want to take. And then obviously there's a couple holes each round where we can't hit driver, Mm -hmm. and it's figuring out the yardage, the absolute max yardage you can hit that shot. Yeah. How about for you? Same thing? Yeah. Usually the same thing, kind of just picking out targets. I try and make it as simple as possible. So if I'm, for me, if I'm picking out a bigger range of an area that I can hit, that helps me a lot more than like, I need to hit this ball exactly at this spot mm-hmm. or I'm going to be in trouble. Um, so yeah, kind of just picking, picking targets, picking smart targets that'll leave me in the best spot um, is usually what I'm looking for. But I just really try and simplify it off the tee. Yeah. I'm I just agree. trying not I have a tendency to already be if if I'm intimidated by something on a golf course and for me normally it's the tee shot and so that's the thing I try and simplify the most mm-hmm. I would say I would say I try to simplify the approach shot the most um okay. mm-hmm. just because I think sometimes it's hard to not be super precise when you when you know I can hit this shot exactly that distance yeah 
And so I think that's where all the short game stuff is very beneficial yeah. for me, just knowing that, okay, even if I miss hit this, I can still get up and down and save par, yeah. even if I, you know, don't hit the shot how I want. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. Well, we'll go to our break here, but we'll have our quirky question for the next segment. Uh, again, this is Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker here on Big Red Birdies at 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back. <laughs> 